0: So I couldn't really go back to the wards and I couldn't do the job that I used to do. So the decision was made and I did some part-time research nursing, but I kept looking for something else. Looked around and I thought, oh, I've had a shiatsu massage once, maybe I can learn shiatsu. So I rocked up at the college and they said, oh, we don't teach shiatsu anymore. They've got a herbal class going on in there now. So I went into the class, I sat down and they were just the best three hours of my life. And it changed Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite-Sized Podcast. What we're talking about today is me. I thought it'd be a really good idea at the start of all of these podcasts, introduce myself so that you got to know who I am, what my past is, and how and why I can help you, the practicing natural therapist. So I was born in New Zealand, and I grew up there, one of four children, the middle girl. And when I was 20, I decided it was time to go on my overseas adventure. I left New Zealand and I went to Nepal and India. I ended up in Africa before going through Europe and ending up landing, like most Kiwis and Australians, ending up in London. I started working in pubs and restaurants and then I started running restaurants. After I'd been away a good few years, I thought, you know, it's probably time to go home. So I phoned my father and I said, time to do it, time to head home. For the first time ever, he said, don't come home. There's no work. There's a recession on here. You've got a job where you are, so stay where you are. Which made me think, do I want to run restaurants for the rest of my life? Do I want to work in catering for the rest of my life? And the resounding answer was no. At the time, I'd moved to Bristol to open and run a restaurant there, and I was in a share house. I decided at that point that I would apply for nursing. Why nursing? Well, I haven't really got any super duper story about why I chose to do nursing. Nothing had really happened to me. Some friends had been unwell a friend had broken a leg in Greece, Um, all sorts of interesting things had happened while I'd been in New Zealand and while I'd been growing up, but nothing that would be considered my own health issue or my family's health issue or something that would make me, you know, definitely want to work in medicine. It was just, hey, I want to be a nurse. The school I went to, was right next door to a hospital and that probably had something to do with it because when I was very small you used to see the nurses outside when they're on their breaks or when they'd go out and they had the most amazing short red capes with a red stripe across the front that held them on. I don't think they wore them for much after when I was a very small child but it really stuck with me, the uniform. So maybe that was why I went into nursing. There was definitely A desire to help people, and there always has been a desire to help people. So, I trained in Cardiff. I moved from Bristol back to Cardiff, where I had been living, and I trained at the University of Wales College of Medicine. It was a lot of hard work, but it was also great fun. The education and learning there was absolutely brilliant, resourced really well at the time. Uh, It was a beautiful space, it was all new. There was Um, the old hospital was being closed down and they were just slowly transferring everything to the new hospital making sure that each bit worked before they transferred the next bit over. So it was really interesting being part of that movement of a whole hospital from one site to another over the few years that they did it as they were building and constructing in the new space. So I learnt a lot while I was there and I loved it. I ended up qualified as a nurse and the bloke that I'd met in that share house became my boyfriend while I was there. Although he was in London and moving around, he ended up in Nottingham. So when I qualified, I moved to Nottingham and I moved to the university hospital there. I worked on the wards. I got a job in oncology and oral and maxillofacial um, cancer. So it was very interesting I worked in outpatients most of the time and then I went to the wards and when I was on the wards I realized just how undersourced or under resourced the hospitals in the UK are um, I would be the only qualified nurse on with 30 patients all extremely ill no one's in hospital in the UK unless they're extremely ill and it was too much it was overwhelming as a newly qualified to be in charge of a ward, even though as part of my training I've been in charge of a ward. It's very different in Australia where they have the graduate year. There's no graduate year in the UK. Your, first, your last six months of nurse training are your training to run the ward. So I found it overwhelming working in that environment I did about six or eight months. I loved working in A&E. I loved working in emergency medicine. But working on the ward was overwhelming and very, very stressful. And I was heading into burnout. And I mean, that's only a year out of qualifying. And you're heading into burnout. So I went home and I said to my then partner, he'd become my partner from my boyfriend because we'd moved in together. And um, I said to him, I don't think I can do this anymore. I don't think I can work on the wards doing this. The one particular day had been an utter nightmare, utter, utter nightmare. One woman had come off specialing and um, she needed suctioning every half an hour. We had a woman, it was a surgical ward, and yet we had outliers because it was winter. So we had a lot of medical patients there. And one lady, I couldn't get the doctors to see her, she died on my shift. Um, I had three patients there in various stages of acute pancreatitis. Um, We had theatre still happening, so I had to prep people and send them up to theatre. And uh, it was just a non-stop eight-hour shift, and it was just me and a support. So it really wasn't what I thought nursing would could or should be and it wasn't like it was in Cardiff I loved it and I loved the people I was working with but they were under-resourced and I was heading to burnout so I went home and I just said to her I don't think I can do this I think I might just go back to working in pubs You know it's all nights and it's all weekends rather than working shifts but I'm not going to burn out this has just been the most traumatic day ever And um, my husband said, well, there's signs up around the hospital. They want people in neonates. What about that? So I applied for neonatal intensive care. And I loved it. I absolutely loved working with the babies, working with families, working with children. Um, I did everything to do with it. And I ended up doing the advanced specialization. It was superb. And I mean, that speaking to a friend recently about the unit and she said we were there at a particularly good time and it was really good when we were there. We, there was a lot of funding and support. The manager in charge was excellent if you're full-time, not so excellent if you're part-time apparently. Um, but I learned so much and I got to do an advanced specialisation course um, on the hospital. I didn't pay for that. I didn't pay for my nursing education. So you know, I didn't get paid very well either, mind you. (laughs) If I had to pay for it, it would have been a bit of a mission, um, paying for something while hardly being paid at all, and then ultimately hardly being paid at all. But that's a side issue, isn't it, of um, nurses generally. So there I was, in neonates, loving it. And my partner, as he was then, um, got a fellows job in Australia. So went to Australia, he went to Australia first and then I followed him out. We got married and um, I got pregnant and we had our first child, Frank. We came back, we went back to the UK I should say and um, so that he could finish his specialisation and then um, my then, now husband, he got a job in New Zealand in Christchurch um, at the hospital there. So when I went to Christchurch we had a small child and I went to research nursing and I had a great time in Christchurch. Everyone would visit. It's the best town ever. So much to do. The mountains are there. It was absolutely spectacular and we were there for just under a year. The funding for his position didn't come about, the full-time position, so he applied for a job here in Adelaide and got the job and history says it all. Here we are still in Adelaide. So I arrived in Adelaide and I went back into, I was pregnant when we got here and I started research nursing again. So I couldn't really go back to the wards and I couldn't do the job that I used to do. I had all this training and um, and I thought, but I have to change. I can't do nights and weekends with a husband who's doing so many hours himself. So the decision was made and I did some part-time research nursing but I kept looking for something else. I chose to do the child youth health course and I really enjoyed it. I really got to expand on the knowledge that I'd got from my advanced specialisation course and a lot more about paediatrics in general. After that or during that I should say I thought I might learn to massage you know, something different, maybe start my own little business. Who knows? Who knows where this will will lead me? And I went to a college. I Googled it, as one does, but back in the day, Google wasn't as googly as it is now. And, um... looked around and I thought oh I've had a shiatsu massage once maybe I can learn shiatsu so I rocked up at the college and they said oh we don't teach shiatsu anymore but you're a nurse and they've got a herbal class going on in there now and all the nurses love herbal medicine so everybody anyone medical loves it so why don't you go in there have a listen see if you like it maybe do naturopathy or herbal medicine so i went into the class i sat down and they were just the best three hours of my life and it changed my vision on everything i carried on i trained and they back in the day they were only advanced diplomas so i got advanced diploma in nutrition and advanced diploma in naturopathy and advanced diploma in herbalism and western herbal medicine i should clarify so There I was with my advanced diplomas, and as we know, everybody now has a degree, so then I did my upgrade to degree, and that was great, and I carried on with my practice, and I was seeing clients around running my children around and doing all the normal mum stuff, and I worked from home. I worked from my front room, and it suited me absolutely perfectly. It suited my clients who, at that point... Majority of them had young children, and so they'd come um, for themselves during um, kindy or after kindy with the child who needed seeing. So it worked absolutely brilliantly. I didn't do a lot of advertising; it was mostly word of mouth. And then after a few years, it was a case of oh, I've got to do something with this business, really, haven't I? And I kept working at it. I was still having the same number of clients. I still had the same ups and downs of people who have their own business. I'd have slow spots and busy spots. There's been a particularly big slow spot at the beginning of 2020 for everyone, hasn't there? So, um, but that's the thing with having your own business is unless you understand the vagaries of business, unless you have your systems in place, maybe you have some courses people could do, some programs they can be on you're not going to have that ongoing income during those slow times. So I carried on and at about a decade, I decided, you know, I'm bored just seeing clients. I'm not nursing anymore. I'd let my nursing registration go. And I thought, what shall I do? And so I saw, randomly, I was lying on a sofa, (laughs) actually, on holiday. And I saw a request in the Facebook group that I run, Strictly Practitioners, for lecturers at Endeavour in the Bachelor of Health Science course. So I applied and got a post. And it was the best thing I could have done. I absolutely love teaching. I was already mentoring people. When people were finishing their courses, I'd get a phone call, oh, I've got this client, can you go through With me, and because I'd been in the game a long time, it's exactly what I had done to one of my lecturers. I used to go down to his clinic, I'd take my files with me, and I'd go through my clients with him, and that's what I was doing with newly qualifieds anyway. But taking it up that notch so that I was part of the education process was brilliant, and I absolutely loved it. When I'd been a nurse, I'd been part of the education system because of my advanced specialization, so it was great to be able to do it. with my new career. So then I went away on a retreat, on a business retreat, on a naturopathic business retreat. There were naturopaths and nutritionists and herbalists and we all went away and we all nutted down on what we wanted from our business. And I was, yep, I'd still like to see a few clients, but not very many. Thank you very much. Um, What I really want to do and where my passion lies is with education. And that's when I developed the graduate program because nurses here in Australia get one year on as a graduate once they come out of training. But naturopathy and nutrition, there's nothing like that. You leave college and you're done. You have to set up your business and there's no one there to ask to support you. So I set up the graduate program and that's still ongoing. It has changed format over the years and it has changed format again this year. On the side, I ran lots of other trainings. So setting up programs in your clinic with your clients. So that's very specific for your clients and your niche. How to niche that a little bit better. Um, How to support the clients. We talk about clinical cases in the groups that I run and I run the academy. Now the academy is a monthly group so I go online and there's a Q&A and then we have a couple of other meetings in the Facebook group and there's a lot of education there for people to access. And part two of many of these podcasts will only be available within the Academy because that's the clinical side. That's mixing up those herbs and what to use them for and how I've used them in the past with my clients. To be part of the Academy, you do need to be a practitioner. I'm loving what I do and I'm really excited to start podcasting with you and sharing my knowledge with those of you who are interested in natural therapies as practitioners and as student practitioners. I run a Facebook group, I run two, but the one that you might be more interested in is Strictly Education and Support for the student and new graduate. There's many, many options of getting in contact with me. And I love focus calls so that I can meet you, so that I can get to know you and find out what it is that you need in practice and how I can support you. All of my links are readily available on Acuity, on my booking page, but they're here as well. Part of the podcast information down below. So you can connect with me and have that 15 minutes and find out how I can help you as a practitioner. So what have we got coming up in this podcast? Well, we're going to have herbal discussions. Um, So we'll look at the monographs of the herbs and I've teed up with the herbal extract company to get their information and their monographs. So part two of those will be in the academy where we actually mix it up and how to use them in cases. I'll be interviewing people here and there. There will be um, mentoring information. There'll be discussions. There'll be support for you running your practice. What's your in business? The, um, I mean, it's going to be every week as well. Forgot to say that. It's going to be every Wednesday, and um, there will be these unique insights. And if you're liking my voice and you're liking my style, then I would really love for you to connect with me. We'll be talking about other things in natural therapy spaces. What about some flower essences? You know, there'll be something about your business, um, how to really sell your business and get it out there with your client. Okay, I'm not going to show you how to use Facebook. Someone else can do that. What I'm going to talk to you about is when that client's in with you, how to make sure that that client is a success with you and for them, with them the whole nine yards, um, to support you. So do make sure you hit subscribe. And if you've got something nice to say, please make sure that you review me um, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. So it's been absolutely wonderful. I'm so pleased that we've managed to spend this time together. And I really look forward to connecting with you again on my next podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate,